Wondery Plus subscribers can listen to the CBS Evening News ad-free right now. Join Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you can have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. It's three o'clock somewhere. Time for a My Mochi ice cream snack. My Mochi ice cream is cool, creamy scoops of premium ice cream wrapped in sweet, pillowy dough. And get this. All of My Mochi's fabulous flavors like strawberry, mango, double chocolate, and cookies and cream are only around 80 calories per piece. Talk about a guilt-free, indulgent experience. Each box of My Mochi ice cream has six perfectly portioned, gluten-free mochis that are great for grab-and-go. So feel good while curbing your afternoon cravings or the midnight munchies. Yeah, you know who you are with the joyfully chill sensation of My Mochi ice cream. Find My Mochi ice cream at Target or visit MyMochi.com to locate a grocery store near you. Tonight, the new threat of nuclear war. Vladimir Putin declares he's not bluffing and will do anything to defend Russia. Anti-war protesters arrested in the streets of Russia as Putin mobilizes 300,000 more troops. CBS's Deborah Pata is on the ground in Ukraine. We have to be quick because even though this village is liberated, Russian artillery can still strike here. Plus, President Biden rebukes Putin at the United Nations. Donald Trump sued for widespread fraud. It's the art of the steel. The bombshell lawsuit from the New York State Attorney General. CBS's Robert Costa breaks down the accusations that could prevent the former first family from ever running a business in that state. The Fed raises interest rates. Plus, our CBS's Carter Evans takes a closer look tonight at inflation and why those already struggling financially are being hit the hardest. And America's opioid crisis. CBS's Jeff Begay shows us why drug cartels are now pushing fentanyl that looks like candy. They're deliberately doing this to kill out the children. This is the CBS Evening News with Nora O'Donnell, reporting from the nation's capital. Good evening and thank you for joining us tonight. I'm Jerika Duncan in for Nora. We begin tonight with the biggest escalation in the war in Ukraine since the invasion itself. Russia's Vladimir Putin is threatening nuclear war and warning the West he's not bluffing. It comes after humiliating defeats on the battlefield in Ukraine and in a move not seen in Russia since World War II, Putin is calling up hundreds of thousands of reservists. The announcement was met by intense anti-war protesters across Russia with more than 1,300 arrests. And another sign of just how unpopular the war has become, one-way flights leaving Russia are selling out. Prices are skyrocketing as people try to flee that country. 
President Biden condemned Putin in a speech before the United Nations General Assembly. He accused Russia of violating the core principles of the U.N. We have a lot of news to get to tonight, and we begin with CBS's Deborah Pata, who is on the front lines there in Kharkiv, where Ukrainians are gaining more ground. Good evening, Deborah. Good evening. As many as 300,000 Russians face the draft, those with medical expertise are being conscripted with immediate effect. And we understand that call-up papers are already being handed out. Putin's back is against the wall and he is playing dirty. A sore loser, but a dangerous one. Upping the ante by threatening to use nuclear weapons. We will use every means at our disposal to protect Russia and our people, he said, adding, this is not a bluff. No one other than Russia sought conflict. President Biden making it clear at the UN that it was Russia that declared war in the first place. This war is about extinguishing Ukraine's right to exist as a state, plain and simple. Speaking later in a recorded statement to world leaders at the same UN assembly, Volodymyr Zelensky. Ukraine wants peace. Europe wants peace. The world wants peace. And we have seen who is the only one who wants war. This is why Putin has raised the stakes. He's suffered humiliating losses on the battlefield. This is how far Ukrainian soldiers have pushed back Russian troops. The nearest Russian border post, just over two miles down this road, which is why we have to be quick, because even though this village is liberated, Russian artillery can still strike here. Both sides are losing men. Today, Russia's Minister of Defense said nearly 6,000 of their soldiers have been killed. But according to estimates from the U.S., Russian casualties are closer to 80,000. Putin so desperate he's been reduced to recruiting convicts. The head of the mercenary group Wagner was filmed in a prison offering freedom in exchange for fighting on the front line. But it's not going down well at home. Resistance to the draft has sparked demonstrations in several cities, including Moscow and St. Petersburg. Over 1,200 protesters have been arrested. And as Putin's desperation grows, Ukraine's resolve hardens. They're not stopping now, fighting with their hearts. Do you get a break now? No, no. No break? No, no, no break from 24 February. <laughs> Non-stop? Non-stop. I have, right. more, I have more motivation uh, than uh, tireless. Yeah. Putin plans on holding referendums in territories seized just east of here to force through a vote to become part of Russia. This sets the stage for him to claim an attack on any of those regions is an assault on Russia. Jerika? Yeah, similar to what we saw in Crimea. Thank you, Deborah. In New York, President Joe Biden used his address to the United Nations to denounce Russia and President Vladimir Putin's, quote, brutal, needless war and called on all nations to stand firm against Russian aggression in Ukraine. The president also called out Putin's latest nuclear threats as reckless and irresponsible. CBS's chief foreign affairs correspondent and moderator of Face the Nation, Margaret Brennan, has been at the U.N. all day. Good evening to you, Margaret. Just how real 
is the threat of Russia using nuclear weapons in its war against Ukraine? Well, Jerika, as of this evening, U.S. intelligence has not seen evidence that Russia is moving its nuclear weapons. But since the very start of this conflict, U.S. officials have been planning to respond if Russia does use a catastrophic weapon like a tacti tactical nuclear weapon. Now, if Vladimir Putin feels cornered and chooses to use a weapon of mass destruction in eastern Ukraine, that could backfire because the winds could blow the radiation into Russia. Definitely something to think about. And Margaret, talk about the timing of Putin's announcement and how it's significant. Well, Vladimir Putin's recorded message sent from Russia was directed right here at the U.N. and to defy the calls here for him to back down. Now, he is challenging that basic principle of the U.N., which is that might does not make right. And so is one of its other most powerful members, China, which has been increasing its military exercises and pressure on Taiwan. Jerika, the top U.N. official called the moment we are in uh, a, a one of gridlock, of colossal global dysfunction. And today, President Biden said the U.S. is not seeking a conflict and not seeking a new Cold War. Margaret Brennan for us at the United Nations today. Thank you. Two American prisoners of war were captured in Ukraine are free tonight after three months in captivity. Americans Alexander Druki and Andy Wynn, both military veterans from Alabama, were captured in June while fighting with the Ukrainian army. In all, 10 prisoners of war from the U.S., Britain, Sweden, Croatia and Morocco were released following a mediation by Saudi Arabia. Now to that new lawsuit sending shockwaves through the Trump Organization. New York State's Attorney General sued the former president and three of his children today, accusing them of, quote, staggering fraud in their real estate dealings. The state is seeking a quarter of a billion dollars and looking to effectively put the Trumps out of business in New York. Here's CBS's Robert Costa. Claiming you have money that you do not have does not amount to the art of the deal. It's the art of the steel. The sweeping lawsuit unveiled today by New York State Attorney General accuses the former president and his children of lying for more than a decade about his wealth and his company. Donald Trump falsely inflated his net worth by billions of dollars to unjustly enrich himself and to cheat the system, thereby cheating all of us. In a more than 200-page civil lawsuit, Letitia James said Trump inflated his value by billions, defrauding insurers and lenders and violating state law, and potentially federal laws, too. Also named as key players, three of Trump's adult children, Ivanka, Eric, and Don Jr., plus two former executives. It's mighty serious. It could essentially extinguish the Trump Organization in New York and be a body blow, maybe a fatal body blow to his entire empire and brand. James said the Trumps made wild claims about the worth of nearly every one of their marquee properties, from Mar-a-Lago in Florida to his Manhattan buildings. She pointed to his apartment high above Trump Tower and said he claimed it was 30,000 square feet when it was less than 11,000 and overvalued it at $327 million which James said was a deliberate lie. 
No apartment in New York City has ever sold for close to that amount. James is seeking to recover $250 million in allegedly unlawful profits and a permanent ban on Trump and his children from serving as top leaders in any New York company. Robert Costa joins us now live. You know, you've covered the former president's finances for years. What is the Trump organization? What is he saying tonight? This is a serious case because James has also referred this case for criminal prosecution to the Southern District of New York and to the IRS. Trump's lawyer said today that James, a Democrat running for re-election, is, quote, solely focused on advancing her political agenda. But there has long been skepticism about Trump's wealth. In 2015, Jerika, he told me he was worth $9 billion, but Forbes pegged his net worth at only around $4 billion. Still a lot of money. Robert Costa on the case, as usual. Thank you. Turning now to the economy, the Federal Reserve raised its benchmark interest rate by three quarters of a percentage point for the third straight time. The Fed is trying to slow spending to lower inflation without pushing the economy into a recession. Now, all three major indexes dropped more than one and a half percent after Fed Chairman Jerome Powell signaled more hikes are coming. With inflation near a 40-year high, the cost of almost everything keeps going up, from groceries to rent to health care. And when it comes to food, those who can least afford it are actually getting hit the hardest. CBS's Carter Evans reports in tonight's Money Watch. Everybody's feeling it. Grocery prices nationwide up almost 14%. Sherry Thompson struggles to stretch her family's weekly $200 food budget. My grandson, he comes in and he says, I'm Nana, it's so we should be on lunchtime by now. And I said, no, we actually skip lunch. We're on dinner. She just left Dollar General, where new data suggests overall prices are up almost 24%. And prices at nearby Aldi are up nearly 17%. Both discount stores often relied on by families in lower income neighborhoods. Is food inflation hitting lower income people disproportionately. Absolutely. Leo Feller is chief economist at Numerator, which tracks hundreds of millions of shopping receipts. He says higher income communities have more options. You can go from a Whole Foods to a Walmart, from a Walmart to a Dollar General. Once you're a low income consumer, you are already at the cheapest place that you can possibly buy food. And that just means that these stores have more pricing power. For meat, poultry, fish and eggs, discounters raise prices at a higher rate compared to many other grocers. The same for dairy products. We dug into the receipts and tracked milk prices at a single dollar general store in Texas. Over a year, the price shot up 20 percent. In a statement, Dollar General told us, like many other retailers, we have been forced to pass along certain product cost increases, although not of the magnitude suggested by Numerator. Aldi didn't respond. Still, discounters are cheaper than most other supermarkets that can only jack up prices so high. You can't, you know, raise prices if people are going to shift away from you, except that at Dollar General or Aldi's, people aren't shifting away. More people are still coming to these stores despite the higher prices. Researchers also found that when the grocery money starts to run out, cash-strapped consumers are turning to less healthy options, like dollar menus at fast food restaurants. Jerika? I can certainly believe that. Carter Evans for us tonight. Thank you. Now to Hurricane Fiona, which is gaining strength as it moves across the Atlantic. The Category 4 storm with 130-mile-per-hour winds is expected to continue to strengthen as it passes west of Bermuda by Friday and eventually make landfall in Canada this weekend. 
In Puerto Rico, three days after Fiona slammed the island, more than a half million people are still without running water and 70 percent are without power. Forecasters continue to watch a tropical wave near the West Indies. That storm is expected to head into the Gulf of Mexico next week and could impact anywhere from Louisiana to Florida. Well, America's battle against the opioid epidemic is far from over. The leading factor in today's overdoses is fentanyl, the synthetic opioid that's 50 times more powerful than heroin. Overdose deaths topped 100,000 for the first time ever in 2021, and nearly 70% of them involve the powerful drug. CBS's Jeff Pegues goes in depth, and a warning, some of the video is graphic. When someone is in the middle of a fentanyl overdose, there is little time to waste. In Arapahoe County, Colorado, last December, officers used Narcan to seemingly bring this woman back to life after she took an illegal drug laced with fentanyl. This woman survived, and she wanted us to conceal her identity. It almost killed you. It did kill me. I was dead. They said, had they not gotten my heart back, I would have been dead or had permanent brain damage. In 2021, Colorado saw an almost 70% increase in fatal fentanyl overdoses. That's more than 900 deaths. Fentanyl is flooding this state, and it's coming in along the interstates and the highways because the cartels realize that by going through Colorado, they can reach vast parts of the United States. Cole Finnegan is the U.S. attorney in Denver. You've got the I-25 corridor that runs north-south from Mexico. You've got the I-70 corridor that runs east all the way across the country. So there's a lot of different ways once something comes into Colorado where it can move. Daily police stops throughout the state find fentanyl hidden in vehicles. The stockpile of evidence is growing. Problems getting worse here. Yeah, fentanyl keeps coming. It is a poison that is continuously infecting not only Colorado, but every, every community throughout this country. Colonel Matthew Packard is the chief of the Colorado State Patrol. We rode along as he monitored the state's highways. People that are selling fentanyl, they are profit driven and they do not care how many body bags are a result of their drive for profit. Adding to the urgency, police say the cartels are now making fentanyl look like candy making it more enticing to young people. Here's Max. For Kim Osterman, the fight is personal. Her son Max died from a fentanyl poisoning last year. They're deliberately doing this to kill the children. They're marketing it to the children. A supply chain that police are trying to choke off, but showing little sign of shutting down. Jeff Begay, CBS News, Golden, Colorado. Well, still ahead on tonight's CBS Evening News, the news tonight, rather, from the embattled owner of two professional basketball teams. This episode is brought in part to you by Audible, your go-to destination for thrilling audio entertainment. Whether you're looking for a hair-raising experience to enjoy while you're on the move or eager to dive into sinister and shocking tales, Audible has an exclusive collection of thrillers from best-selling authors that will keep you on the edge of your seat. Like James Patterson's first audio-only thriller, The Coldest Case. Experience stories like never before, where every chilling detail is brought to life by captivating sound design. Plus, as an Audible member, choose one title a month to make yours forever. 
And now, new members can try Audible free for 30 days. Just visit audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. That's audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. Looking to instantly upgrade your Mother's Day gift from typical to meaningful? Shop Etsy. Get up to 30% off well-crafted and personalized gifts from participating shops until May 12th. This year, embrace your creative side. You know, the side your mom gave you? And shop Etsy for custom jewelry, style pieces, home decor, and extra special items she'll adore. Need something original and affordable for Mother's Day? Etsy has it. Shop until May 12th for up to 30% off gifts for mom. Terms apply. Tonight, NASA says a fueling test on its Artemis 1 moon rocket was a success. It was loaded with liquid hydrogen. Launch controllers were able to work around two leaky seals. NASA is now hoping to launch an uncrewed capsule on a multi-week test flight around the moon next Tuesday. Well, tonight, New York Yankee slugger Aaron Judge is just one swing away from tying the single-season American League home run record. Judge hit his 60th home run Tuesday night in the Bronx. He's chasing a record of another Yankee great, Roger Maris. Well, up next, a spectacular view that the world hasn't seen in more than 30 years. We end tonight with the clearest pictures yet of Neptune, the most distant planet in our solar system. Take a look. The striking infrared images were taken this summer by the James Webb Space Telescope. They show Neptune's thin rings, faint dust bands, and 14 moons. It's the sharpest view we've had of Neptune since Voyager 2 zoomed past the giant ice planet in 1989. Well, that is tonight's CBS Evening News for Nora O'Donnell and all of us here. I'm Jerika Duncan in our nation's capital. Have a great night. If you like the CBS Evening News, you can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. Before you go, tell us about yourself by filling out a short survey at Wondery.com survey. Hi, it's Stephen Colbert, and I'm here to tell you about The Late Show Pod Show, which is the podcast of The Late Show with me, Stephen Colbert. And I'm here with my uh, producer of the podcast, Becca. Hi, Becca. Hi, Stephen. And how long have you been the, the producer of this? We've been doing this for two years now. Okay. And and what is it like to attempt to uh, get feedback from me about the podcast? Be honest about how quickly I respond to emails. You actually respond to emails surprisingly fast. Really? I, I think you might be the only person I respond to. <laughs> <laughs> I respond to quickly. Oh, well, that's good. Yeah. I expected I expected you to lay into me. Well, this was over the strike period. Oh, I had time. Yeah. So that, that, does, that doesn't count. <laughs> Sure, I responded to everything because responding to you putting reruns up on the podcast was like a form of employment. Yeah. And I felt like I had something to get up for every yeah. day. So thank you for that. Listen to The Late Show Pod Show with Stephen Colbert wherever you get your podcasts. <laughs>